0: This is the Geek Confidential Podcast. my name is luke kerr today we are counting down the top five batmans or batmen if you want to put it that way joining me melody Akles. welcome mel
1: i think that's the most bass i have ever heard your voice ever luke
0: (laughs) i have range (laughs) i have talent every (laughs) day
1: hey hey everyone
0: dan pierce welcome Hi, how's it going? And Mo Walker, welcome, Mo.
2: I'm glad to be here. When you say you're, you're vengeance, aren't you vengeance?
0: Well, you, aren't could, you, the knight? you could you could do that. You could do that as well. You could do that as well. I am vengeance. Right? Well, are you wearing <laughs> hockey pants? Mm-hmm. No,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No,
0: Dan. Dan, 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 Dan. <laughs> so, in honor of the Batman in theater starring Robert Pattinson, we figured that we would do a top five Batman characters um, as a countdown for our Easter weekend podcast, our Easter week podcast. And I was, I, I. It was one of those things where when people asked me about the rules, I was like, I'm not going to have any rules because there's tons of variants. There can be the comic version, the animated version, the on-screen version, the TV version. There's so many different Batmans. And everybody seems to gravitate towards one or the other of what their favorite version of Batman is. So I figured we're going to throw the doors wide open. No rules, and count down our top five. So, Mel, kick us off. Who do you have at number five as your number five Batman?
1: My number five is from the, a live-action movie. I actually have Val Kilmer from Batman Forever from 1995. I was still, you know, a youngin back in the day, but I do remember watching this film. Uh, Val Kilmer's take was different than the ones that we had seen before. You know, he was more of a hunky Batman and... He was a little brooding, but not as much as the past ones, but I didn't mind it. You know, that movie, it's okay. It's all right. You know, there are better ones out there. A couple of villains are a little quirky, but I still felt that Kilmer did a good job of portraying, you know, the Batman, the spirit of the bat and all those good things. So
0: he's my number five. And there weren't any nipples involved.
1: I mean there were nipples because you can see those from Canada wow, at this point but
0: wait what was it Clooney or uh, Kilmer who had the nipples I'm trying to remember I, the really I, I obvious one. it's Kilmer right,
1: that, that
0: okay. has... no Clooney it's Clooney oh, was it? I th- yeah it okay. was, well, it was, well, it was Clooney go. that's what I was thinking
1: yeah
0: okay Mo uh, you and I discussed the Batman um, on in an episode that aired earlier uh, last month who do you have at number five
2: Number five for me is Michael Keaton, uh, star of the 1989 Batman film, the 1992 Batman film, Batman Returns, and making a comeback after 30 years in the 2023 The Flash movie. Uh, He will be Grandpa or Old Man Batman at that point. (laughs) But uh, for me, you know, I think Keaton, I really loved his, his version of Batman, I think, you know when it came out in 89 we as you know batman fans we were kind of wanting to rebel against what we got with the 1960s batman batman in the comics was this dark brooding figure i think keaton did a really wonderful job portraying batman um in in the two movies that that he starred in i uh also felt that could you know didn't uh, uh, it also was backed by really great music particularly by Prince in the first Batman film but yeah Michael Keaton is my number 5. Oh. Dan
0: who do you have?
2: Uh you're not going to like this.
3: Uh so my number 5 which is the sort of bottom tier of this list FYI thank you uh is Ben Affleck. Uh I I actually really liked him as Bruce Wayne. Like I thought he made a really really good Bruce Wayne
0: um not so great of a Batman but not yeah an okay Bruce Wayne yeah that's that's kind of the thing where like
3: he did his best with what he was given, which is something that a lot of the Batman had to do you know with Clooney it wasn't spectacular you know there were up and downs for like a bunch of those movies in the 90s. obviously with Adam West there are a lot of up and downs so like for what it's worth, not a lot of Batman get it right, and so for him to be pretty good as Bruce
0: Wayne, he gets me number five. Okay. Well, coming in at number five for me is Robert Pattinson in The Batman. Um, as we discussed on the episode um, re- regarding that film, I was really impressed by his performance. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought that there were some very interesting takes on how they made him almost uh, like insular and the fact that he was he had self um made well I want to let me start this over he had basically self-sheltered himself if that makes sense to the point where all he was fa- uh, focusing on was being vengeance and he wasn't really paying attention to the business he only cared about being batman i thought that that was a cool element and then th- the fact that you had a uh, selina um, provide for him some woke moments was very nice. I thought that that blend was very well, well done for our time. And so I have him at number five. Mo, who do you have at
2: number four? For me, number four, I have uh, Kevin Conroy, who voiced Batman in Batman the Animated Series. Uh, the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited uh, animated series and also Justice League versus the Fatal Five and the theatrical release of Batman Mask. Of the
3: and Fate. also Crisis.
2: And Crisis. Oh, live action. That's right. Thank you, Dan. The no Live problem. action version of uh, Kevin Conroy as an older Batman in uh, the Crisis as well. So, I mean, Kevin Conroy, for me, I grew up um my my teen years with this man voicing batman he had this very deep menacing voice when he needed to be but there were also i would say i wouldn't say necessarily lighter moments but there were really moments when he kind of humanized things his bruce wayne was very interesting and can kind of shift to very much the play the aloof playboy to you know this 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 dark night and and um it it was just i really really truly enjoyed uh conroy's take over over the years i'm glad you know that uh he ended up being we we got to actually see him in, in in live action um so yeah for me number four is uh kevin conroy
0: dan who do you have uh, I have Jared Leto is
3: Morbius. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that is an entirely different universe. I know I'm just messing with y'all. Um, I actually have Bruce Greenwood from Batman under the red hood. I really enjoyed that movie a lot. I thought he like for a little while there, I didn't realize it wasn't Kevin Conroy. And then I realized that kind of halfway through and he was doing some really interesting things with the sort of pain that he felt about the death of Jason Todd, and you know, how all of that sort of, or the quote unquote death of Jason Todd, and how it spiraled into creating the Red Hood, and just the guilt he felt, um, and how he was so angry at Russell Ghul and the Joker. Uh, at, This whole situation was super messy. Uh, I thought him and uh, Jensen Ackles had really great chemistry uh, with Jensen Ackles playing the Red Hood. Uh, Yeah, highly recommend that movie. It's on HBO Max. Check it out. Uh,
1: My number four. I'm actually going pretty old school with this one. I'm going to do Adam West from The Iconic batman television series back in the 60s and there was also batman the movie uh back in the 60s as well and we know this is kind of the silly version of batman with the bang, pow zap all that good stuff and it's really nostalgic but he was always kind of like the classic live action batman and you know he would always make these appearances later on as batman or he would just be in the movie as a wink and a nod but I feel like he really introduced Batman kind of to popular culture and more people would know about him because the series came on and everybody was like, oh, man, Adam West, that's Batman. So, you know, got to give it up to him. Got to give him his props Um, as someone who is definitely, you know, of the younger generation watching uh, Superman, Superman, watching superheroes and everything. It was always like, yeah, that's the OG. That's the man right there. So Adam West.
0: Coming in at number four for me is Christian Bale from Batman Begins, specifically. As much as I like Robert Pattinson in the role, there was something about Christian Bale in Batman Begins that was perfect for me. I thought that he did an excellent Bruce. I thought that he did an excellent Batman. And... I was like, when I think of Batman, he's the first person in the live action movies that my mind goes to. So for me, it's Christian Bale. Number three, let's see, Dan. I got to go
3: team Edward here. I got Robert Pattinson. Uh, I love that movie. That was such a fun movie and I was not expecting it to be as like twisty turny. Like I felt like I was back in the Christopher Nolan days where you weren't sure how this movie would end or what, uh, moves that Batman would make or anything like that. And I also really love the fact that he was able to navigate Bruce Wayne and Batman and the all the relationships that he's supposed to have, whether it's with Commissioner Gordon or Selena or just all of these different people uh, sort of on the peripheral. Even uh, Alfred and in, in the depths that that went into, I – I couldn't get enough of it. I thought he did a fantastic job and I'm excited for more movies. And I'm also very excited that it seems like they're going to continue to just focus on Batman and him and not try and go too big. Because I think that's where you shoot yourself in the foot.
0: Okay. Mel, who do you have at number three?
1: My number three was previously mentioned, but it is Christian Bale from the Batman um, dark Knight series in the 2000s live action version. I really liked his take on Batman because it felt different than the ones that we had seen before. This one was darker than the rest and definitely more subdued and way more brooding. And you could tell that, you know, he wanted to be in this relationship, but he also liked being Batman and kicking butt. And it was just way more of a psychological thriller, um, the Christopher Nolan directed version of Batman, but I really enjoyed his take on Batman and Bruce Wayne as well. You know, Bruce Wayne has always been this flashy dashy, um, I'm a millionaire, but also a vigilante at the same time. And you kind of got that from Bale, but you also felt more of his suffering. So Christian Bale.
0: And I'm going to follow that up because I forgot to mention One of the other aspects of Christian Bale's um, Bruce and Batman was the fact that for me, it felt like Marvel's Iron Man in that this is the wealthy playboy who has tech and has all the the tricks and things up his sleeve, but he's dark. Um, Whereas Iron Man, of course, is the wealthy tech guy who has all the tricks up his sleeve I liked that element of Bale's Playboy with tricks, the way that we have it with Tony Stark on the Marvel Universe. Uh,
2: number three for you, Mo. Number three for me actually comes from the comics. It is the Grant Morrison written run on Batman and actual multiple Batman series over the course of 2006 through 2013. So if you're not familiar with Grant Morrison, he is a note... Oh, well, actually, I should say they. This is a gender pronoun, they now. Is a noted comic book writer, a Scottish comic book writer, had this lengthy run on Batman, beginning with the regular Batman series. Grant Morrison introduced Damien Wayne, uh, Bruce Wayne's son via al Ghul now if you're uh, that he actually uh, Morrison actually introduced the uh, contemporary version of of Damien Damien had pr- pr- uh, previously been introduced during um, an else story back in like the 80s and so forth but I I think that in comic books the sort of contemporary version of Batman that that, that people look at Really started with Grant Morrison's run, went through um, this uh, comic book storyline called uh, Batman and Robin, in which Bruce Wayne had "quote unquote" died. Dick Grayson took up the mantle of Batman, as as he did back in the '90s, and he teamed up with Damian, which was this really interesting take on that duel. And then when Bruce Wayne returned, he started something called Batman Incorporated, which was an international group of Batmen, and that's a, that's actually that those themes and those characters have recently resurfaced in Batman comics from, uh, 2020, uh, 2022. So I, Grant Morrison, you know, had a legendary run on the character and, and actually Morrison's run on Batman actually goes, stretches back to the 1990s in which, uh, Morrison wrote a justice league, uh, series and which heavily featured Batman. Coming in at number
0: three for me is, uh, kevin conroy's batman in batman the animated series whenever i think of the voice of batman it's kevin uh, conroy it is one that is immediately recognizable it is one that brings warm fuzzies to my heart every time i hear it in any form and so for me Kevin Conroy, Batman, in Batman the Animated Series. And he also makes an appearance in Batman Beyond as a very old Bruce Wayne. Let's see. That brings us to number two. And M- Mel, that means you're up. Who do
1: you have at number two? My number two is Mr. Michael Keaton. Um We all know about his live-action versions back from 1989 and 1992. These were directed by Tim Burton. So everyone was really expecting them to be these really dark and twisted kind of crazy movies, too. Which they were, to an extent, definitely. But I think having Michael Keaton be Batman in those really lightened up the mood a bit. Because he had this way of being so dark and uh kind of scary but also funny. You know, he brought the, kind of the comedy element to it. Not to where it was campy, but just to where it was fun and you wanted to see him more. And I am so excited that he's going to be back um as Batman in the new Flash, you know, uh, like I believe Dan was saying he's going to be old man Batman, you know, pappy Batman. So, uh I'm excited to see him back. He was definitely always one of my favorite versions of Batman. Um michael keaton number two mo who do
2: you have for me mine is the aforementioned uh, christian bale i think the christopher nolan trilogy really did a wonderful job you know as as luke said he was very much an iron man-esque type of batman where you saw him build up his technology and stuff with the help of lucius fox alfred and his other and his other uh, allies but what i think that the Nolan films really do for for Batman, especially with Christian Bale in the role. You see this arc of of Batman. You see him beginning at, at start, starting out as Batman, and then then by the time you get to the Dark Knight, he's a seasoned Batman. And then you know when you get to the Dark Knight Rises, you know he's more or less ready to hang up his cow and to you know to live that life, which is something very interesting that we don't really get. in in Batman movies is a Batman who ends up actually walking away. And, and so I, I, I really think for an entire generation, you know, certainly for, for, for the adult version of me, you know, I, when I, when I think about Batman, you know, from the two thousands, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is Christian Bale.
0: Okay. Dan, who do you have at number two? I also have Christian
3: Bale for number Two. Um, this is not going to surprise anyone, but I am such a sucker for the Dark Knight. It is one of, I would say, a top ten Chicago movie for me uh, as a Chicagoland native that it's just like that it it makes such a good Gotham. like they they do such a good job with all of that. Um, But in terms of Christian Bale, I I really enjoyed a lot of the dialogue and his deliverance in in, when he's acting as Bruce Wayne, Uh, but he's seamlessly able to translate almost entirely into a different person when he becomes Batman and it just it's it's such a testament to christian bale as an actor and the writing behind him and the directing and all of the uh, you know the nuances for that trilogy because they really brought a lot of those characters to life and allowed christian bale to flourish and shine uh like we knew he could
0: Coming in at number two for me is a Batman that some of you might not even think about when it comes to Batman, and that is Will Arnett as Lego Batman in the Lego Batman movie of 2017. I love Will Arnett as Batman. There is something about his dry, sarcastic humor in that character as Lego Batman that just makes me laugh. I love it. One of the things about Batman is is that so often he's so serious and that's it's basically the flip side of what Pattinson is in the Batman whereas this Lego Batman yes he's serious but it's for humorous purposes and I love it. So for me Will Arnett Lego Batman is number 2 which brings us to our number 1 picks. Mo who do you have as the number one Batman
2: in your life? I got to go with... No, 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 no. Adam West is my number one Batman. And my rationale for that is that's the Batman that stayed with me the longest. I mean, even though the show was in syndication by the time I was born, I grew up with... That Adam West Batman. and I, It was very much a contradictory to what we got in the comic books at that time. Certainly, you know, by the time 1988 had rolled around, uh, there was a bit of a backlash against the Adam West Batman. But, you know, as I've grown older, I find that there's a lot of like adult humor within the 1960s version of of Batman. And I think Adam West does did a really good job of, you know, delivering, you know, that, that dry humor and the wit and so forth. And and the fact that Adam West's Batman shows how long and how flexible the character is. Now, again, he obviously, Adam West started as Batman in the 1960s show and the subsequent movie. Adam West uh, started voicing Batman um, in animated in animated series and so forth uh, for Saturday morning cartoons he also prior to Adam West's death he um, did the voice of of Batman in um, uh, Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders which was actually released in theaters on October 10th uh 2016 you know and it was part of the the lead into the the 50th anniversary of the 1966 uh, film and then um and unfortunately um when adam west died there, he had actually recorded he'd done work on a second follow-up animated uh series uh, animated movie that was in the style of the 1966 series uh this one was uh, batman versus 2 Face. 2 Face and this was voiced by william shatner julie newmar uh portrayed catwoman burt ward was was robin i think he he Adam West really does leave leave behind like a long legacy, and if anything, I think that his his legacy is going to be longer than any of any of the other people who've portrayed Batman. I mean, I, I even have like an, an Adam West bus bank downstairs in my house. That, that's that's how much I, I've enjoyed and, and, and loved that version of his version of Batman.
0: Dan.
3: Uh, for me, there really was only one for me. Uh, and That's Kevin Conroy. Uh, I, 90s kid, grew up the Fox kids, you had Spider-Man, you had Power Rangers, you had Beetleborgs, you had VR Troopers, and then you had Batman the Animated Series. Uh, it, he, like, Mo talked about it a little bit earlier, but, um, and so did Luke, but there was just something about the way that he was able to navigate the the character that was so compelling at such a young age. And now rewatching episodes and stuff like that, you pick up so much more of the nuances of his acting of the character of the writing and stuff. I, I really find him incredibly compelling. I love that they brought him back for s- subsequent uh, roles, whether it's in, you know video games or uh on young justice or didn't even in crisis
0: him, I was going to say didn't they bring him back on crisis on the CW? Yes, he played the
3: older version of Batman uh and was killed by <laughs> killed by Luther. Kate yeah well yeah Kate and Kara killed him. Uh he was like electrocuted to death uh on like a panel or something. Okay. Um
0: Yeah, yeah. I forgot so, about that. Thanks for reminding me not a problem uh
3: yeah he he's such an iconic voice and him and mark hamill had such amazing chemistry as batman and the joker i i can't imagine
0: picking anyone else mel who do you have at number one
1: well my number one is the same as dan's number one it is mr kevin conroy as batman um Batman the animated series from 1992 was my introduction to the character I know I've talked about this in the past but you know my dad is the big superhero fan he's the one that got me involved so you know on Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings when everybody was you know off hunting and fishing with their dads and doing all of these outdoors things my dad and I were being nerds watching Batman and X-Men and Superman on Sunday mornings Like that's what we did that was our jam so um I cannot think of another Batman that m- means more to me because that's what I think of. And then, you know, of course, Kevin Conroy has done so many other Batman movies that have been fantastic. You know, um, Batman, The Killing Joke. I enjoyed uh Flashpoint. He was on the Batman Superman crossover, Apocalypse, and Public Enemies. He also voiced Batman in the Static Shock series. So he has been Batman, you know, pretty much all of my life. And when I think of Batman, that's kind of who I think of and I think of the voice, he's so iconic and he has such a way of portraying the character and he's a voice actor. So, you know, we don't get to see him in live action often. We did with the CW crossover, which I thought was just so amazing. But for me, someone who is a voice actor and can make me feel just so much nostalgia and so much kind of just dedication to the character. It couldn't be anyone else than Kevin Conroy.
0: Brace yourselves because this might be controversial coming in at number one for me is terry mcginnis as voiced by will friedel in batman beyond you're breaking all the rules right now <laughs> i love he, it he uh, no uh, he is batman in the future he is batman in the future if my you... guy just picked eric matthews <laughs> He is Batman in the future, and Bruce Wayne officially hands the torch over to him in there and added his voice by Kevin Conroy, so you can't say that he's not Batman.
3: I'm not saying he's not Batman. I'm just <laughs> saying, it, like, there. <laughs> I well, funny. you,
1: there are well, Side funny. eyes happening.
0: Yes. Well... I loved Batman Beyond, the animated series, loved it and I was so disappointed when it f- went off the air and when they revived it as a comic series in recent years I have been I collected the entire run of it that's how much I loved Batman Beyond I loved Terry McGinnis as a young Batman with grumpy old Batman back at the m- mansion I love those dynamics I like the things that telling a Batman story so far in the future allowed um that we don't necessarily get with classic Bruce Wayne in his youth. And I think that it was done really well. I know that it may be controversial, but the moment I uh, texted you guys all this list, I knew that Terry McGinnis as Batman was going to be my number one pick. Does anybody have any honorable mentions?
2: So I was going to say, so the help your cause, Luke, Uh he is a, Terry McGinnis is technically a clone of Bruce Wayne. If uh, that was That's talked about in, like a, in yeah. a two-part episode from uh, from the Justice League series. So, you know, he technically is Bruce Wayne. So, yeah,
3: I'm I'm not overly surprised because you've talked about how much you love Batman Beyond before. Listen, so.
0: I do not understand why the CW has not ad- like adapted a futuristic Batman Begins because you could have everything about Batman without having to worry about it being Bruce Wayne that prevents Bruce Wayne, like Bruce Wayne and Batman being on our screen, small screens, since apparently only Batman can be on big screens. And so I would love it if they would do a futuristic Batman Beyond or Batman um, Beyond with Terry McGinnis as Batman.
2: I feel like that would be more of an HBO Max. I, don't care, if it's, I don't care if it's on point.
0: HBO Max, but back in the day when we were getting all these, when they were talking about doing Arrow spinoffs and all this other stuff, I'm like, who needs an Arrow spinoff when we could have Batman Beyond?
2: Well, we're getting Gotham Knights. Probably most more than likely, the right, way they're they're casting that. Well, we don't know who's. But I the, the, so we don't know who to lead. Is. I don't have
0: be- the same attachment to that is the like I have nothing against it I would I'll go into it with open eyes um be willing to give it the benefit of the doubt it's just that it, I don't love it like I do Batman Beyond so for me that's my number one Mel did you have any honorable mentions
1: uh I think Dan mentioned uh Bruce Greenwood I think he was great in the Red Hood but yeah that's what I got Mo how about you
2: No, actually, I don't have any honorable mentions.
0: Okay. Dan, uh, did you mention one? I can't remember.
3: Yeah, I I mentioned Jared Leto as a joke. But if you want, I could also go into more jokes where Master Swoop from Power Rangers uh, Jungle Fury is also technically a Batman.
0: Uh, Um the Jensen Ackles, Ackles as a Batman, I believe, like when I was looking up the list of Batman, I was like, Jensen Ackles, I don't remember that happening, and I really should know where that's at, so I'm going to have to go back and do more research on that. But oh, like,
2: whoa, 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 I'll tell you what, where that's from, and actually, that just dawned on me, I, it, you...
0: Because you, Jensen I, Ackles dude, has he's, the voice for Batman. What, was, he was really good as Red Hood.
2: So, so he portrayed um, Batman slash Bruce Wayne in an adaptation of uh, Batman: The Long Halloween. It was a two part animated feature. Two, it was two separate. Oh, that's right. Uh, and, and that was that came out last year, and it had uh, Naya R- Rivera as Catwoman, and literally that that was her last role before she passed away. It's really, really good. I, th- I'm not. I think it's on HBO Max, but it's if you want something that will get you, that reminds you of of the Batman you should check out that um the long halloween it yeah
0: okay um i i don't know that i watched that so maybe i'll have to go back and do it i i knew that he it had been recent but i i couldn't place it and when i was looking at it on my phone i was like i don't want to try and pull up a website and read through cuz it was one of those things that listed all the batmans on the list and i was like I don't want to go through all of these on my phone. I'll have to do this on my computer. And so I will definitely have to go back and look that up. And if I, I watched a lot of stuff during the pandemic, and not all of it is stuff that I remember. So I can't say for certain if I watched it or not, because if I didn't, I definitely want to. On that note, we'd encourage you to comment on this episode in the Facebook group on facebook.com. You can find the link at Geek Confidential in the main menu to that. You can find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash gkconfidential. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash gkconfidential for the main page. And you can find me on Twitter at Luke underscore Mel is at Melody Aikles. Dan is at... Oh Real Dan God. Pierce. I, it literally just disappeared out of my mind. Real Dan You're Pierce. Good. And Mo is at Doctor Mo 77 We thank you for listening. Until next time, so long. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.